Well, hello. We are back with our second episode of The Real BS, and it's our second season. And as promised, Kennedy is here with me again, my 17-year-old daughter that saw the BS. And she is here. We're going to talk about some things today that... um, from our perspective and really how trauma has kind of shaped how we react in certain situations. And so if you have had trauma, this will probably resonate with you. If you have not, it may help you to understand why people act a certain way in a certain situation. And it may seem weird to you when it in actuality seems pretty normal to us. So I'm going to start off by, first of all, thanking my daughter for coming on again. Um, how did you feel after the first episode? I feel fine because it's normal stuff that we talk about all the time. Yeah, we actually do talk about it all the time. Do you think, you know, on that note, do you think that it's weird that you have learned um, more stuff than people would expect to learn? Like I've, I've told you things and been pretty upfront with you. Um, you know, do you think that that affected how you look at the world because you you know what my past was or what was going on when things went down do you think knowing that has affected you um I feel like yeah but not in the way that people would think I feel like people would say that it would be a negative impact okay but it's not because I'm not I don't have rose-colored glasses over the world which could potentially endanger people because they're not aware of things I guess Mm -hmm. yeah but do you still feel like you have a a positive outlook on the world even with knowing the things that you've known yeah I have a positive outlook on the world I am more optimistic than I was a few years ago Mm -hmm. but I'm also not naive to think like I'm gonna go on a date with someone who I've never met before in a strange place that I've never been before You know, like just doing things that would be risky and potentially dangerous. Well, the world is a lot different than when I was your age, too. So um, I think you're referencing the most recent thing. Um, You know, you were asked out on a date um, in the middle of the day um, to one of our main shopping plazas here in Ohio. And I was like, um, no. Um, one moment while I, what's his last name? You know, I wanted to like Google him Mm -hmm. and, and run a background check. And like, um, for me, that seems like a normal thing for some people. They're like, what do you mean? Like you're Googling him, you're running a background check. And I'm like, uh, yeah, like past to me would be like past experience says, I need to know who this person is that you're going out with. Um, not just that they think you're cute or you're nice or, Mm -hmm whatever so is that something you just expect from me now or is it still kind of like frustrating or tell me tell me what you think about it well at the time when I saw you do that because I saw it out of the corner of my eye and for a previous guy that had asked me out was what the hell are you doing (laughs) and it wasn't like it was unexpected for you to be overprotective of me I'm your only child yeah but it was also like what the like what are you doing yeah. And then I was like, it's not that it bugged me that you were doing it because you're just trying to make sure that I'm safe. It yeah. was just like out of the blue. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't shocking to me that you were doing that. It was just very much sure. like. Well, that's my, nat- that's to me, that's <laughs> my response to like my past experience and also trying to keep you out of 
um, similar experiences. And I think that that even goes to like um, the other day when we um, went to the movies and we were the only women in there and two men came in and it was very uncomfortable at first at least for me I know I messaged you right away like are you comfortable being in here with only two men in here and it it just it's nothing like I I love men clearly from my past we know I, I like men but when we're in circumstances where it's just uh, private and dark. Yeah, private, and dark. We're the only people in there, the and they were previously staring at us yeah. before we went into the movie theater. Yeah, really weird. Yeah, it turned out that it was still very weird fine during the movie, and <laughs> yeah. then afterwards they were a little suspicious yeah. outside. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But most people probably, I w- I would think it. I'm. I'm air more on the like likelihood of looking around, figuring out what's going on, where are my exits, who are these people, do they look threatening? Like I'm studying behaviors of people long before yes. I get to know them and in those type of circumstances where I'm like we're the only two women in here and there's two men in this movie theater, immediately my guard goes up um because of our history. And I'm I'm wondering cuz it's been a long time since we've been in anything particularly um, out of the ordinary scary other than you know like you know like a drive to the grocery store late at night when we had that one occurrence where you know when a van pulled up, when a van pulled up. us and like tried yeah. to kidnap us yes um, yeah which actually was recent and and within the last year there. yeah um, that was very strange I mean it's it's weird because the world has changed so you some of it is just not the same way it was when I grew up like I didn't have to worry coming out late at night from the grocery store in a good neighborhood as you know somebody pulling up but do you think it's part of our trauma responses to the things we went through or it's the way the world's changed like what's your thought am I just overly paranoid because of stuff like like break it down because you're the teenager in this and I'm the adult and I'm curious um one it's both the overly paranoid Mm-hmm. probably is because the world has changed and maybe we realize that stuff goes on more mm-hmm. and are more aware of it hyper aware um, you think we're hyper aware no, i think we're just more aware of it in more general aware. because okay. we're not just sweeping things under the rug like oh that's terrible that happened to that person pass the potatoes please um <laughs> right i mean yeah. we still do that but yeah anyways yeah um being I mean, for you, I feel like you just want to get away as soon as there's sign of trouble. Like, I'll get away before they can hurt me. Oh, well, yeah. I don't want to put us in a circumstance. I put us in so many circumstances. I'm, I'm, I'm talking so- about life in oh. general. Oh. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. weird guys that come into the movie theater and sit in a, like, a in couple general. seats away. Yeah, it wasn't even like they were. Yeah. 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 Um... I agree with you. I want to get out of weird circumstances if they feel like they're threatening or going to cause an issue. Um, But I wasn't always like that. I mean, I was telling you about that, you know, situation with a friend years ago, and I would go along for the ride. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Quite a dangerous situation. (laughs) All right, so just for reference, um, Kennedy and I were discussing... 
I had went with um, my two roommates. Um, they were boyfriend girlfriend, um, and the girl was my uh, friend at the time. And I was not involved in, um, you know, drugs or anything like that. Um, I was a young teenager in the '90s. You know, of course, I probably smoked some pot. I know I did. Um, and you know, head out to all those festivals and whatnot occasionally. Um, because of who I hung with, but on one particular day, um, we actually went to, <laughs> ooh, yeah, we, I, thinking about it now, I can't even say it almost out of my mouth as a mom thinking, like, I went that where? That was a smart decision. Yeah. There's things now that I've done where I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. And it's just little things that I know are not safe. Okay, for Anyways. instance, before I drop what I did. <laughs> well, for where I work, it's definitely not safe to walk alone. And, like, in the beginning, yeah, I know to move with a purpose. Well, yeah, because the place I you work at, they had a shooting. walk. Yeah. Yes, but this was earlier when I started working there. Yeah. Um, I, it was just, I was walking and went out a normal way by myself. That was somewhere that, mm-hmm. out of the ordinary, that I usually wouldn't leave out of to get where you were parked at because there was mm-hmm. miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was just like, that is totally not safe because people get kidnapped and, like, mm-hmm. cars broken into, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this is not as bad as what, is what I you're did? talking about. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Not even a tenth of as bad as it. True. Um, you're cautious and you think about not walking certain ways or going out certain ways or out corners and stuff like Later, that. Later. Later. During it, I was like, yeah, this is a fine idea. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, granted, the place that you work is a mall, so it's not like there's regular issues with, um, you know, crime, um, except recently there was, and um, that obviously put me on high alert, but my circumstance that you and I and I were talking about was um, going on a, a pickup, shall we say, of... Um, an eight ball which I didn't even know what that was I was 19 I'm in the car and I'm looking at you you're gonna be 18 next June and I'm like I can't imagine my kid being in the car to go pick this up I didn't even know what that was to be honest when they said it what like we're gonna go pick this up I'm like okay and the (laughs) like I'm just along for the ride because I'm hanging out with my roommates and now looking back at it I'm like my friend got pushed out of the car because she went to get in the guy's car. He was an old boyfriend and like she got pushed out of the car and had to walk back to us because she was all the way on the other side of the parking lot. Then, you know, her boyfriend decided to drive because he was mad because the money and the drugs got taken. And I'm just listening to myself even tell you this and I'm going, how did I think this was like a logical thing to put myself in this situation. And I know part of it was I didn't know this situation was going to arise at the time. But the other part of it is like that nervous laughter from like when I talked to you about like the whole the bear situation. Like I was like in the back as we're driving just kind of like laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. As a trauma response. It's, it's not funny. No, it's not funny. It's, it's like, scary. But you don't know what else to do. Well, I yeah, I get that because I get. Yeah. I usually laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Right. I was definitely uncomfortable. when people are crying around me that are usually related to me. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Not because I'm a dick. No, you're not insensitive. No. Anyways. um, Or I get angry. Mm -hmm. I get angry when I'm scared. I'm like, can you not fucking do that right now? Like, Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. yeah, For sure. Very much the anger. Mm Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's not as common as the laughing, but you and I both get ourselves in trouble with that. Because yeah. it's like, you're going to be mad at me. I'm not trying to laugh. It's not, right. it's involuntary. We're not insensitive by any means. Like, I actually. Like, what do you want me to do? Cry instead? It, laughing? Oh. Uh, it calms the situation down after a while. Well, maybe for us, but not for the for people us. that's involved with us. Even yeah, more. for sure. Um, that's to, that circumstance, like I would never put myself in that or you in that or anything like that. And I think about like the trauma now, um, ways that I handle it when I get anxiety now. Um, the other day you, um, gave me a weighted, uh, stuffed animal. And that to me was like so sweet. Cause you, you just, you were so sweet and that's so thoughtful. And, um, I hadn't even thought about like how much those things help or like the weighted blankets when people sleep they they use those for trauma because it makes them like it's like a swaddle but not as weird right right swaddle but not as weird that might be yeah that might be a little weird at our at our age claustrophobic yeah the idea of swaddle (laughs) is like yeah yeah do you think that your anxiety like I have anxiety and I know you have some too do you think it's gotten better over the years or worse do you think we've like coping skills wise are we coming into a no place with that do we avoid situations like tell me what you think well I'm trying to not avoid situations because like there are situations in life that you're not going to be able to avoid 100% mm-hmm. of the time. So learn how to deal with them now and mm-hmm. learn how to cope with them. So that can be something that you overcome and it doesn't feel, um, I don't know, uh, like it's defeating you in some way. So okay. Like you can get through it. Is it like a victory? Like, okay, like no, I... No, I just know I'm like, okay, cool. That doesn't last forever like if you have a meltdown and you're like what's the fucking point of all of this yeah five minutes later you're like telling yourself i got through this oh okay that's cool what do i have to do next today yeah um anxiety i've had anxiety since i can remember Mm -hmm. i didn't know it was anxiety at the time but looking back at things and remembering things from Mm -hmm. my younger years yeah I definitely had a lot of anxiety um mm-hmm. just from little things like people get nervous about mine was like I need to fucking leave right now like yeah. I'm no 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 um I don't think it's gotten worse I think I've realized a lot of things that I do are because of anxiety mm-hmm. and are caused by anxiety um yeah that I didn't know I just thought like oh, I do this stuff because I'm an idiot or... Which you're not. Yeah. I know, I'm not an idiot. But um, there's so many things that anxiety causes that I didn't know. And then I started looking so for into instance, it. Because um, some people don't realize that anxiety is not just like, I'm scared all the time. It causes tics, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, anxiety, I will start to feel like things around me are not real like dissociating derealization of things where I'm looking at someone and they're talking to me but I feel like I'm watching a movie like it doesn't feel like they're actually talking to me Mm -hmm. and their voice starts to seem different Mm -hmm. but at the same time I know that I'm listening to them and I'm like but it doesn't feel like they're a real human like I feel like I'm right watching this 
Yeah. And like in the movie, but also watching the movie at the same time. It's very weird to me. Yeah. Um, But I started realizing that that is, it's caused by anxiety, those things are. Yeah. But I just thought I was weird when I did that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things that I do. I That's just the one that I do a lot now. Yeah. Can you Um, name one I do? I know one I do for anxiety or things that I check 20 times. Oh, yeah. yeah, You, I know people check things at night just to be like, oh, did I close that window that I opened earlier? But this woman likes to check the doors probably, I don't know, a little less than 10 times at night. Yeah. You check the stove when you haven't even cooked in a week. Um, (laughs) Hey, 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 you know, your mom wants to get married eventually. I do cook, I promise. No. (laughs) It's okay. This one. Yeah. That. It's fine. It's fine. No, you check the stove. You check the curling iron sometimes, even when we haven't curled our hair. Yeah, any of the appliances like that. Just so many things. You, I do check the door a lot. Like I'll come back down after already laying down in bed and check it again. My keys. Where are my keys? Where's my purse? Like I'm ready to rumble or run at any point. Yep. Yeah, I'm you're ready a light to go. Sleeper too. Oh yeah, you can't really pretty much step into my room without me knowing you're there. And if nope. you do get in there, uh, it'll freak me out. Yeah, yep. I punched my phone the other day when the alarm went off. I literally, <laughs> I've never done that. I think I've just, you know, sometimes there are times that you're more on alert or more on high alert, and I, that was a new one for me. I've never punched my phone before. I don't punch people, so for me to punch my phone, I think I was just like. Oh, yeah, for sure. The freaking alarm that's, like, the default <laughs> alarm gives me anxiety so much. Like, I'm yeah. a deep sleeper. Whenever yes, that goes are. off, yeah. I wake up 5 in the morning, and yeah. I'm like, hell no. Mm-hmm. Turn that shit off, because I'm. it mm-hmm. gives me so much anxiety about that. So, with the anxiety um, that we have, like, what, what would you say could um, be, like, some advice to, you know, like, ways not because we're not professionals right we just know how we've coped with anxiety how we've been able to not do all the crazy little quirks that we used to um what do you think has worked for you because you've gotten a lot better like I really have seen a change um you know with your anxiety and things like that there's not as many like you're not you don't do your knee and you know anymore I'm moving my feet right now. are you moving your feet right now <laughs> yeah that's, but that's yeah the, like yeah. ADHD tics that I have which is sure from moving that. my feet when I don't even realize it yeah. or um just looking around all that stuff but that's yeah. different um ADHD does cause anxiety and depression yeah. But, Do you have flashbacks from stuff that we went through, like anything, or is it just more, if we don't talk about it, it really doesn't pop up? No, sometimes I remember things yeah. where people, like, you've told me, you're like, oh, yeah. I forgot I did this or that. Yeah. Um, And sometimes I'll have things where I know I was having anxiety. Yeah. But it's it will just pop in my head randomly. Yeah. Or something will trigger it, and it's not anything bad. Um, Like, I don't really remember. One of them was with uh, Memo. But I can't remember what it was. I just know it popped in my head randomly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Situations. So the yeah. Thing that I can say is just be patient. Yeah. Because uh, I was at work and there were so many things going on around me at once because it was tax free weekend. People, everyone and their mother and daughter wanted to come in. Mm-hmm. And 
there were so many things going on at once, so many people asking me things at once that I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm about to freak the hell out. Mm -hmm. I had also done something that I don't recommend, which is taking my medicine (laughs) way later in the day just to make sure that my body doesn't go through withdrawal, which is the worst. Yeah. Um, So it made me more anxious. Which you don't take anxiety medicine. It's just for ADHD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which what happens is I take it normally in the morning before 9 a.m. Yeah. I took it at like 2 or 3. Yeah. And so by the time it's supposed to wear off, at seven, it is now seven, and I am it's at, at like, like the peak, peak yeah. of working. Yeah, which means I am hyper focused on like, yeah, things. But then it makes me hyper focused on everything at once. Mm-hmm. Which if I wasn't on it, I'd be able to multitask and mm-hmm. like enjoy my life and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, but this woman was like, oh, I, she's like, it's okay. I can tell that you're stressed right now mm-hmm. and that it's like almost time for you guys to leave, yada, yada, yada. And I'm literally like tears and I'm like trying not to cry mm-hmm. as I'm placing this order for this woman. And she's so nice to me and it's been, she's really, really just a chill woman. And I was like, thank you because mm-hmm. I'm freaking the hell out. And like my yeah girl that I work with was like just let me know if you need a minute I Mm -hmm. said I was about to flip the fuck out yeah not because I'm annoyed with anyone but because I was having so much anxiety yeah um it's just very overwhelming sometimes Mm -hmm. and then there's uh what is it uh overstimulation yeah that will cause me to be like just sit back and be like what is even going on right now yeah. And that probably starts the anxiety and the dissociation thing. I I will say I get that too um with the when there's too much going on cuz I used to be so used to being like the life of the party like everybody let's go dance, you know, just always wanting to be loud and kind of like bam, I'm here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that was because I lost a lot of my inhibition the inhibitions <laughs> um with drinking and kind of like which I mean honestly drinking was just to kind of tune out the fact that I had anxiety and and other things going on. It was kind of softened the effect for me, um a little self-medication there. Um so then I always was like bam, now I'm ready to go. Cause it either, if I drank it, either, um, the people I was hanging out with, we were all up at the same level or it dulled me to the point that I didn't care about stuff going around me. So when you say there's so much stuff going on sometimes that you're like, you're kind of like, Whoa, there's a lot. Um, I noticed that myself, um, at family functions now. Um, so I will notice like when we're all together, I don't, yeah, every time, yeah, I don't mean to, but when we all get together, um, and the bigger the amount of family function, it's not that I don't love the people we're with, um, I'm sure you notice it, you know, I'll go over and I'll, you know, I'll either pick up Lexi, hang out with Lexi, hang out with the kids, I mean, like, I'll literally move away from the grown-ups and go play with Zoe, um, or, you know, go sit down with Todd, or go hang out with Jacob, or, you know, I'll, I'll go hang out with the kids, and I think it's, I like even just saying it to you now, I think it's cause it almost feels safe and, and I don't yeah. have to like have that. Um, so Focusing I, so, well, yeah, I don't have to worry about, I'm saying something wrong. Um, I don't have to be bigger than I am because, you know, family functions sometimes, at least for me, it's like that whole, um, 
where am I now? What have I achieved since I was what I was? So my anxiety is like, oh, how's things going? How's the business? How's this? How's that? And so sometimes it's easier for me. And that's all well and good. No one's saying or asking those questions to be mean. They're literally trying to, um, you know, find out. But for me, I want to like, even if things are super great, I kind of just want to be like, back in that other corner, um, you know, with the kids or go outside or, you know, watch the kids or something. And it's not because I want to be a recluse. It's just, it's easier because the kids aren't, they don't need anything from you. They don't want anything. And, and most of focus on them too. And not worry. I do. I get to focus. And most of them, because they're young, don't know me from before. I know. You know, so yeah. so it's nice because they don't they don't ask like, hey, you still sober? <laughs> you know, nobody's asking that at family yeah, functions like anymore. Family members that yeah. do that. Oh God, yeah. Years that but that wasn't yeah that wasn't an immediate family member, but yeah, that's so funny. It wasn't anybody like my, like mom, dad, you know, no, no or anything like that. But yeah, you're right. Like it's it's nobody. The kids don't know, so I just go and play with them, and I kind of scale back and. They're also um, the age that they don't care. They don't. They just want to play. They just want to play, and I'm goofy Aunt Angel. It's not I'm, you know, made a shit ton of mistakes um, Angel. I'm I'm just goofy Aunt Angel, and I'll get on the floor and play with them, you know? So um, I get that about, like, bigger situations where there's a lot more going on. Is it like when you're in that, like, a movie is going on, or, like, um... It's all around you. It's all going on around you, and you see it all going, and you're just kind of standing yes. there. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. So um, you handle it a lot better than than a lot of people do, and I think mm-hmm. it gives people hope knowing that, like, you're saying that. I didn't even know I had anxiety growing up as a kid. No, it was you're just too sensitive. <laughs> And then people wonder why their kids don't talk to them. uh, That's Gen Z, baby. We all had to kind of suck it up, buttercup. Gen X. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, Gen X. You're Gen Z. Z. Sorry, that's Gen X. Yes, please let me claim my Gen. Gen X. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were the ones that kind of just... And that was okay. We were the... We have problems that our parents don't give a shit about, but... I give a crap about your problems. I was talking about you. Oh, well, our our parents, Gen X parents, our parents were both working parents. Like, um, our generation was yes. the generation that um, both parents worked, and they were doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, know. it made me super I'm strong. I'm not saying that they didn't yeah. care about you. I'm just saying that it, it was a different a thing. Yeah. It was seem, it's like an excuse, quotations, or... Like ADHD is an excuse, and I was like, "Do you want to feel crazy and think oh, you're Lord. borderline yeah. personality disorder? <laughs> you're not. No, but, yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, but you can. Here's yeah. some Adderall to make you feel like that. <laughs> they didn't like, give out Adderall at my not, age. No. Um, prescription, like not. Yeah. From a freaking doctor, they're like, "Here, sniff this." And see oh, jeez, no. Don't uh, do that, by the way. Yeah, nobody would ever do that. We don't. Do I know that. people who have. Oh, I'm sure. They're better I, off now. Oh. Not doing that. Yes, thank goodness. I would not... I, I never understood that. I was never... But I didn't I didn't like drugs, so I was never that person. I just well, wanted to drink and be silly. Well, uh, yeah. Drugs are not good to do. No, because the ups and the downs are just going to increase your anxiety, too. <laughs> I mean, alcohol's not good to do, either. No, it's With really ADHD, not. it actually... You are five times more likely to be in a coming alcoholic with ADHD well and that's kind of like what I had mentioned to you and I think I was trying to dull down things also don't take 
drugs or alcohol yeah. on medication. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like doing crack. No. Adderall and weed Oh, together. that's awful. That's awful. This is stuff that you, mm. you like... I might be misspeaking. Well, yeah, because you've never done anything like that. But there is, there's just, I guess the whole point of, like, the reason I wanted to ask you about the anxiety is because I think a lot of people, um, either they believe anxiety exists or they believe it's a crock of shit. They believe, yes, they believe that people use that as an excuse. While I know that that can happen, I will say true life, um, situations with you, no, true life situations with you and I, um, we adapt and act differently in public now. You wouldn't know it to the outside person looking at us, mm-hmm. but we may be having a full conversation on our cell phone about what we're doing, where we're going, and I don't go to the bathroom at a public place by myself. You don't usually either. Like, mm-hmm. we stick together. Um, and I think that's actually good um, advice for um, women in general, like, stick together um, be aware of your surroundings. Um, Kennedy and I both carry pepper spray. So my advice would be stick together, be aware of your surroundings. It's okay to question what's going on around you. Um, and allow yourself some, some huge grace. Um, if you're having anxiety because you can get through it and it does pass. So yeah. How about you? Um, also, you don't need to do something that makes you feel unsafe. Yeah. It may be like, oh, I don't want to hurt this feeling, person's feelings or whatever. Well, it's better for that person to maybe be a little butt hurt. Yeah. Than you to end up like dead in a ditch or something. Yeah. That's really extreme. Yeah. But mm-hmm. butt hurt over dead in a ditch yeah. sounds a lot better to me. Right. And also. I'm not going to be on... I mean, I am a people pleaser, and I I don't want to make people angry. But I'd rather self-preservation and not being uncomfortable over someone being mad at me now, Mm -hmm. usually. Because now I'm just like, yeah, okay. I think that um, the other thing is, is that find somebody that that understands it and that you can be confident that they're they're reading your signs there's times for instance that I know something is happening and I can read your signs just from your body language the tone in your voice how you look at me we can make an eye contact and I think that that's something that I can just know from that but I don't open up and just give everybody that permission to know me to that level so I would say um you know get with close friends that can understand and see and especially if you're having anxiety or fear or trauma um it is sometimes harder for us to even get close to people but once you um do they start to see those signs even when like you and I are walking through the mall and I am like hey uh, you know if we have an issue just tell me and you're like yep we just did you know and I I already knew that you know we were seeing somebody and it's very interesting to me um, because it's that fine line of mm-hmm. trusting somebody but hard to trust because we've been through things. So yeah. I trust you. I trust a few other people, but I don't necessarily trust everybody and not everybody gets to the same level. And you don't have to let everybody to the same level of trust. No, I mean, wouldn't you, you say? Also, well, 100%, I don't trust a lot of people. Um, with good reason, you need to earn my trust and respect. 
Yeah. And it might take a minute. Um, but it's also not your job to, not you, it's not your job to tell everyone everything you're feeling. Like, if you don't want to freaking express that yeah. or yeah, if you're uncomfortable, right? like, you don't have to share everything you're feeling with everyone if you're, not everyone needs to know everything about you. Right. Just because it's not your job to let people invade right. your feelings. Sure. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I agree. It, not everyone needs to invade who you are. Yeah. Until you want them to. Agreed. It's not the right. It's a privilege to get to know you. I think we need to end on that. I think that's... It's, you should have to learn. Or... Yeah. You, you should, should have, have to, to work to, to get, get closer. To, to in your inner circle. Yeah. I agree. I should have done that a lot. I should have too. And I think uh, going forward, that's a good idea. So, mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming on here again with me tonight. And, yeah. and I actually appreciate the fact that you shared about um, anxiety and how you deal with it and how I deal with it. And um, I think that you have something else. You want to share um, something else? One last thing. Um, also, anxiety can be like intrusive thoughts and stuff like that. Things that would not happen yeah intrusive thoughts like oh you see something and then it automatically triggers something that is very negative and sometimes violent or sad that could happen that could happen but sometimes is unlikely to happen and it's sometimes an extreme sometimes it's a little, little thing but i heard from a person on tiktok try to make it into the most um just a strange thing something silly so -hmm. like if someone's chasing you and is trying to like hurt you say you guys like um there's a building and you like don't do this but leaped off of it and you landed in a bucket of freaking gelatin is this your intrusive thought no, it really that happened. wasn't my intrusive no, no, thought. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying, saying it... like, I did this, and it worked, because I, I think if someone was, like, chasing me with a knife or something like that. And this is and... not a real-life event. This is no, just your intrusive, intrusive thought. thought. Okay. Something triggered it, and I tried to make it outrageous and dramatic into something that literally would not happen. Like, okay. flowers or freaking confetti okay. or something like that. Change the narrative. Yes, something that's freaking weird okay i like that it's kind of like willy wonka it's like yeah but i heard it from a person on tiktok and i was like that's she's really good at advice and stuff like that and i said that's really interesting maybe i will try that that's very interesting because i do have that happen where i think worst case scenario and unfortunately mine goes straight to like you know uh, we're being like in Someone's deep trouble yeah it's yeah. it's if it gets that bad if it if I get that bad um most of the time I'm pretty good about that I don't have huge intrusive thoughts anymore you know yeah but, but I like that idea hey we're being chased and we just like run and jump and bam we're in jello something or something someone, <laughs> someone shoots at you and yeah. all that comes out is yeah. confetti and like <laughs> yeah smiles of yeah bubbles. bubbles yeah bubbles there you go Jeez. we both said that yeah Anyways. okay that's awesome no I, I'm glad you shared that because i playing the tape forward for me is always worst case scenario and that's because that was what I was taught 
Um, <gasps> Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, that was what I was taught in um, the rooms when I got sober was play the tape forward to like the worst case scenario because they didn't want you to relapse. And for me, that was never a good thing. So because then I play every tape forward to what is the worst case scenario. So what you just said, that actually is a huge gift to me tonight to play the tape forward in like a funny way, almost like a slapstick way of comedy so that it doesn't end with yeah. like, I'm dead in the river. Yeah, like <laughs> so, what's so, the yeah. realistic yeah. worst case scenario and what's the unrealistic yeah. worst case scenario? Okay, I like that. All right, so play the tape forward to the most unrealistic, silly, like make it just like something so that it that actually would calm somebody down and that's where that humor comes back to where you and I have issues with laughing at inappropriate times so hey guys I really am glad that um Kennedy's jumping on here with me and do us a favor give us a a five-star review or review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and um also on Spotify we would be forever grateful because we want to continue to help people that have went through trauma they have a backstory because that backstory is definitely just one chapter not the final um whole book and so we really want to help women move forward in their lives to the actual life that they deserve so thank you guys for listening and have a great night